Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average Joe. Thanks for joining us again. I'm Laura. And I'm Becky. And today we are discussing the book Jamaica Inn Mm -hmm. by Daphne du Maurier. So, um, it's October and I um, think that we obviously need to discuss what drinks we're drinking Mm -hmm. as before we get into the book. My drink is not super fallish because... I'm just And drinking. that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I, I, well, here's the reason why, because I have been using like my pumpkin creamer and I cannot yes. find yes. it anywhere. <gasps> what? They're out of stock all these different places. So I oh. had to make something different. It's so sad. Oh. It's like now is the time, my friends, I know. to make the pumpkin Wait drinks. All year. You wait all year and now. I know. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that, but I'll just enjoy my Maybe coffee. Maybe you can order it. Well, I try. Well, that's the thing. Like I tried on a couple of different places. Amazon, ridiculous. They're charging an arm and a leg for four of oh, them. No. And usually you get like, I don't know, 12 in a case. For the, oh, no. for the same price. And I was like, mm-mm, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I will go without. That's right. I'll protest, even though it's hurting nobody That's but right. me. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes it, it's, it's a protest that hurts no one but you. That's right. And you just have to stand on your principles. Exactly. <laughs> so principle anyway. Of, I'm not paying that much. <laughs> right. So anyway, I'm drinking cinnamon coffee, which is still delicious. But I and cinnamon is still the fall. Well, maybe flavor kind of because it's in a lot of fall things. It's in apples, cinnamon. It's a warm spice. Yeah, that's true. That you would use for you know, in the fall. We'll count it. I'm counting it (laughs) as a fall drink. I, yes. I have to tell you, though, yesterday I went to Starbucks and I wanted I was out for like ever yesterday. So I was like, I'm going to go to Starbucks. Nice. <laughs> I know it was ridiculous. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, when you stay out for too long, you're like, I'm going to go get such and such because yeah, you totally get all mad. That. You're like, why am Are I Are you kidding so me? Long? I do that when I do one thing. I'm like, I actually left the house today. So I deserve I'm, a drink. I need a, I need a reward. <laughs> For getting out I, of my I'm PJs. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's an accomplishment most days. So I went to Starbucks, haven't been drinking sugary drinks, so I was like, I'll just you know, get a regular coffee um, and put some latte shake in it. Well, lately, if I get a drink at Starbucks, they don't always do like pour over for me because they say they aren't doing it right now, which was like my special drink. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, I have to just get regular coffee. Well, I pull up and I'm like, hey, I just want a tall cup of decaf coffee and she's like well we don't have that right now i was like what what is going on you don't give me my pour over you don't give me my regular coffee what am i gonna do and why don't they have decaf are they is it that they don't have the beans well she said that they make their coffee in the morning and it's not decaf and i was like why can't they just make me decaf coffee? I don't understand. Like, that'd be like huh. going up to, like, Chick-fil-A and being like, can I have a number one? And they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have chicken. Like, <laughs> what? Although, I will say I have been to KFC before where they had no chicken. What? And I'm like, that's <laughs> literally all you serve. Wow. What are you doing? I don't back there? understand. And this was before the pandemic, Becky. So that is so weird. <laughs> like we don't have any chicken right now. Eh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I at- Why are you open? <laughs> I think that sign should You need be to closed. put some stuff in, in the fryer, dude. Come on. This is your job. 
<laughs> Trap a basket in already. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyway, all that to say it was a happy Maybe. little accident because she... Oh, good. Okay. She was like, I could make you decaf, um, a decaf uh, Americano. And I was like, okay. Da, da, da. You know, <laughs> I was so upset. Yes. But then I tried it and it was pretty good. I was I, like, you know, Americanos are, are pretty nice. Yeah. I gotta say. And I didn't put There's anything wrong in with it. Americano. I just, you know, had the decaf Americano and it, it was surprisingly good. And maybe because I had my standards like really low because I was like, nothing's going to taste good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it just made me <laughs> mad that they, what are they doing? Like, are they just stocking That's up on... That's what I'm on... trying to figure out. I'm wondering if they, like, don't make decaf until a certain hour because they just don't sell it because people want caffeine in the morning. Maybe. Or, like, but what time was, was it? It was afternoon. It was, like, 1.30. Okay, then 1 that doesn't 30. make any sense. No, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I, I don't know, Beck. I, it's I, like, can't, I can't give you any insight on this. Why can't you just make regular coffee i understand a lot of people don't go through the drive-thru for regular coffee okay i get that but your starbucks yeah that's very odd it I'm is really not it is what not is going on what and is I, going I mean because i feel like when i was there i'm pretty sure we brewed everything all day like hmm. we had regular like we had like a like a darker roast and a lighter roast and a decaf. I'm pr- I, if I'm remembering right, mm. we had those like all day, every day, well, and we remade them every half hour. So part that of fresh, me wonders know? if they're just getting a little lazy and like a lot of people want like the popular drinks, so it's right. like not as many people do get just regular yeah. coffee. So maybe Could they're be. like, eh, I that can know. fall by the wayside. I don't know, but. All I, was, I can think is either a supply issue, but that doesn't make sense because they have the beans. And why wouldn't they say that, you know? Right. Yeah. Or a labor issue. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Very strange. Nobody Very can strange answer my questions. I don't know. <laughs> Do not know. What is the meaning of this? <laughs> 42. Um, All right. What are you so, drinking? I am drinking, so, um, Becky called me at the time we had discussed, and I was like, yeah, I'm not ready. Um, <laughs> because I wanted to try to make my own pumpkin spice something. Yeah. And so I thought I had everything and was good, but then I couldn't find the same recipe that I looked at before. Aww. So this one had some different ingredients, so it's not exactly how it's supposed to be, so I can't give it, like, a really good review or bad review. Okay. It's fine. What but, like, is it? But, like, it called for, like, evaporated milk, and I didn't have it. I just had regular, so. Oh, okay. So it's like, like, you make up your own, like, pumpkin spice syrup or whatever. Oh, like we talked and about before? Yeah. Did yeah. you use, like, so, actual pumpkin? Yeah, like you use pumpkin puree okay. and like sugar and water and milk and spices, mm. and you kind of like over the stove. You that know, sounds lovely. And it is good, but I do think it would probably be better if yeah. I had had the real stuff. Maybe because I think it's creamier? supposed to be thicker. Yeah. Yes, like it's supposed to be. It almost tastes like it's slightly watered down from what it probably should be. Okay. Because it is. Did so. you use just regular milk or like soy yeah. milk? Yeah. Okay. I used regular, and I tried to, like, because I, I wasn't sure if soy would work. Yeah. So I kind of, like, tried to, like, let it sit on the stove a little longer than it called for and let it tr- sort of reduce a yeah. little bit. But yeah. it still seems like it's not quite. Okay. Not quite right. But it still, t- I mean, I think it still tastes good. Yeah. I still like it. And I used it with regular coffee, too. I didn't make. Yeah. I should have made espresso, but I ran out of time. I was like, oh, I'll just use this coffee. Yeah. And, because um, I already well, made some coffee. And you so. could try and tweak it a little. and. Yeah, you know. I think I probably will, because I do think that it's something that I could do, like, ahead of time and have it for yeah. the week. Yeah, If I wanted to, like, make a... Just put it in the fridge. You know, and... pumpkin Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, I might try it again, but I might even try a different recipe because this one also, I didn't realize until I started getting into it, mm-hmm. it was all in metric, which is fine. Ooh. I have a scale. Okay. So I used the scale and everything, but like the amount seemed really small. And I'm like, dude, huh. if I'm opening a can of pumpkin, exactly. I want to use the whole can of pumpkin. Yes. Yeah. So I'd probably look up something that like uses a full can or yeah. something just so it's easier. Yeah. You know? Well, 
That's what Pinterest is good for. I'm sure there's a lot of recipes on there. Yes. I need to get on Pinterest and find one that just uses a whole can. Yep. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I I am enjoying it. (laughs) Yeah, good. Well, I'm so glad you have a fall drink. Cause it just, I am because it feels, it feels like at least one of us should probably have one because I mean, hello, Jamaica in. I know. So I know. Okay. Before we talk about Jamaica in real quick, I want to tell you, it's a little bit of a story, but I'll try to be fast. So, (laughs) um, so do, do your thing, girl. Okay. My husband is a teacher and he works with, um, this lady whose great aunt passed away recently and she lives like super close to me. So, so this teacher friend hired me to, you know, work at this house, box up things, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, a little background story. So I was there the other day. She was showing me around. She was like, seriously, as long as it's, as it's not like this, this, or this, you can take what you want, you know, like books, you could take jewelry, whatever. Um, so I was like, sweet, you know, I know, I know. I mean, this lady was, she wasn't a hoarder, but she was like, wow, you have a lot of crap, you know? (laughs) So, (laughs) so I was like, you know, I think she just wants to get rid of a lot of stuff. So anyway, um, I was going through the books and first of all, she had like a ton of books from like, I took some books that, and I set them aside to like, ask her again, make sure that she's okay with me taking them. But some books from like the 1800s, Laura, I was like, Oh my word. This is amazing i don't even care what this book is i know i totally be like it doesn't have i can be gibberish in here i I don't i I don't care Uh, yeah and then the other anything the other thing that i found that i was so like i actually was like (gasps) when i found it (laughs) and it's not it's not an original or anything like that but it's a daphne du maurier and it's (gasps) love yes it's um like three novels and some short stories. Ooh, and, oh, it's like a little collection. Yes. And none nice. of them, I haven't heard of any of them. So I was going to ask you if you've heard of any of them. There's The King's awesome. General. Yes, read it, have it, love it. Oh, yay. The House on the Strand. Read it, love it. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, The Glass Blowers. Yes, also have it and love it. Okay. Yes. Don't Look Now and Other Short Stories. Ooh, I, yeah, those are good, too. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I am so excited. Now, again, these are, I like them. Yeah. Because, you know. Now, yeah, and I, and sometimes Daphne du Maurier can be, like, yes or no, like, hot or Like, hit, hit or miss. Yeah, for sure. But. And, so, and some of her books I like better than others. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, some but of I'm them excited. I'm like, yeah, this one dragged a bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super Yay. excited! Well, that's though. exciting. I know. I thought is you it like would old? Appreciate that. It's it's not. I mean, it's like I think it was eighties, maybe. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so it's not. Well, an sadly, older one. that is kind of old. But well, I mean, I'm <laughs> from kidding. the eighties. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was mostly dissing myself there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. child of the eighties. It was copyright exactly. nineteen eighty one. So okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the books that I found of hers um, are like older and I love them. Yeah. I just think, I just, lo- I like old books yes. just in general, oh. like the actual physical copies to be old. Yes. Um, Cause I, I just, I like that. I, I just know. think it's cool. I'm going to have to and send you. And I like you... knowing that other people have read it. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to have to you send know. you a picture of the books that I took. It's just amazing. Yes, please do. And then some of them I contacted my uh, Micah's teacher, um, they live on this century old farm and they are just lovers of knowledge. And they had a, she had a bunch of like poetry books. And I was like, would you like some? So I took some into him the other day. Um, oh, cool. and he was like, this is like Christmas. Like he's the sweetest Aww. man. And so that was really fun to give those to him. And I gave him, that's um, awesome. 
a dictionary from like 1908 and he was like ecstatic like he was so oh that is awesome I love it so yeah that would have seriously been like Christmas to me too going through a bunch of books I know I would have been like I want I'm taking all of them yes (laughs) I don't care what they are I will rescue all of you yeah I had to take you home and you and you And I'll take you home. You're all coming home with me to live with me. I had to really, like, anyway. pull myself back because once I looked at the couch yeah. where I had put all the books, I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> That's oh, a lot. <laughs> so I had to rein myself in. But amazing. I was I'm like, ooh, do I have bookshelf space? And then I'm like, what am I thinking? Books are their own decoration. I'll stack yes. them in corners if I have yes. to. <laughs> yes, that's right. Make a pile. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I will be that lady. Exactly. I don't care. I don't care. <sighs> okay, so that was just a long story long, but... Uh, a long story long. <laughs> I wanted to share that with you, so... Well, that is exciting. That's It's kind of related, Daphne du Maurier. Yeah, it so. is, because you found some Daphne du Maurier, so... Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yes. So, let's talk about the book. Yes. Um, Where do you want to start? Well, I think you need to, I think we need to start with the, the setting. Because yes, my favorite part of the book. Yes. Because it's basically a character. Yes. I mean, I feel like the Moors themselves Mm -hmm. and the the place, the setting is Mm -hmm. like, its own character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, kind of like in, you know, when Harry met Sally, New York is yeah. almost like yeah. a character in the movie. Yeah. Same. I yeah. didn't fully appreciate the setting until I did some research on it afterwards. Because... Oh, do tell. I, I seriously, like, ran down a rabbit hole with the setting afterwards because okay so do you know the story behind why she chose this setting no i don't so i did not realize first of all that jamaica inn is an actual place um well yes you had told me that i'm not sure i knew that either becky yeah yeah which is amazing and you look up pictures and it's like spooky cool like it's really cool that's so awesome i totally want to go there ah laura it's a must. Yes. We have to do it. Anyway. Yeah, we do. Um, so she, uh, Daphne du Maurier actually um, was inspired to write this because she went on a trip with her friend like in the 1930s and that's when she, you know, was writing her books. And yep. she got lost in the fog while, while they were riding on the moors. And um, Oh, no. They were led back to this inn by their horses, and they spent, you know, some time at this inn, like they stayed there for a while, and then the local, like, what do you call them? The person that is in charge of the inn. Um, oh, like the innkeeper or the yeah. landlord or whatever? Yeah, they... Um, spent their time together like telling her story like ghost stories and tales of like the smuggling that would go on and stuff so she was totally inspired by that and that's what made her think of writing this book and she even i'm gonna quote her because um this was interesting but she wrote uh no human being could live in this country and mean remain like other people their minds would be twisted their thoughts evil living as they must among rough bushes and hard stones. And I thought yeah. that was so interesting. Yeah. Um, and then it also made me kind of wonder if she, if she was trying to say something about, you know, people's environments and how it can affect their character. Um, yeah. I, it just was super interesting to look up the the history behind Jamaica Inn um but apparently it was it was used to store rum um okay and um it was named after um some of the governors um in the area like in the 18th century so okay. um 
I don't know. All of that was super, super interesting to me. So. And was Jamaica, was it actually called Jamaica Inn in that it's based on? It is now. I don't know if it was back when she. Okay. I think it was. I think it was. Because it would make sense. I mean, if it was used as kind of smuggling thing and, you know, then, you know, rum comes from the Caribbean. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so it would make sense. But also it seems like you'd be advertising a little bit that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know. (laughs) Well, I think, I think the people that owned um, Jamaica Inn originally, they were, they were governors in Jamaica. Oh, okay. So gotcha. I think that's part of why. So it's then that would that. make more sense, and it wouldn't be like screaming, "Hey, right. we're smugglers!" And all through yeah. the book, I was like, "Why is it called Jamaica Inn?" Like it almost bothered me. I was like, "It's such a strange name." Huh. And that's I don't so know. interesting. I didn't even think about it because I just figured, okay, it's the, it's Cornwall, it's you know, big smuggling country. Because I knew that there historically mm. had been a lot of smuggling, yeah. in Cornwall. And, um, almost, it almost reminds me of when we talked about, um, in Christie, how yeah. that yes. was how they made a living and yeah. yeah, these, you know, these people didn't, I think didn't always have a lot of options for mm-hmm. what to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so that was a one way they could make a living and yeah. they, if they, if they paid all the taxes on them that were due, they wouldn't be able to make a living. Right. So. Right. It kind of reminded me of that, but it, yeah. Yeah. I, I just... I, I, yeah, I just love how she paints that landscape yes. with her words. Yes. And just the ambiance that she creates. I mean, I don't I don't think anybody does ambiance the way Daphne du Maurier yes. does. I, I, I think she's just I agree. so brilliant mm-hmm. with ambiance. And that's, I mean, that's the main thrust of the book is yes. a, just a very, like, chilling ambiance. Yes. Yeah. You know? In fact, that's more of the theme or the feel of the book than I feel like some of the characters are. Yeah, I agree. You know more about the, the area than you do some of their personalities. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about some of the characters then. Mm -hmm. So what were your, what were your thoughts on, um, the... I'm sorry, the, I forget Mary? her name. Aunt. Well, yes, oh. Mary, of course. So, yeah, let's start. Yeah, let's start there. Let's start with Mary. Okay. So, what did you think of Mary? Um, she was a hard one for me because I feel like the book tried to portray her as this strong, independent woman, but I felt like a lot of her actions weren't strong or independent. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. The first time she met um, Jem, her uncle, his name was Jem, right? Um, her uncle's name. No, what was her uncle's name? That was, was Joss, I think. Joss. Okay, Jem was, was the Joss. brother. Yeah. Yeah, Joss Merlin, and then the brother was Jem Merlin. Yeah. Okay, so Joss. The first time she meets her uncle Joss, um, that was hard for me to say. Joss. <laughs> <laughs> um, she kind of stands up to him, and he's like, "Ooh, I like her spice," you know, and yeah. um you think that he's going to kind of treat her fairly because of that, but he doesn't. And she kind of lays down after that and lets him, I don't know, in her mind, I think she tries to not be manipulative, but make situations better. Right. But her actions usually didn't do that. And so yeah. it's like, I'm not getting the strong character here. I think for me, I really related to that because that's mm. very much me. Like, okay. I'll, I, I'll feel like I'm a very strong person in my brain. Like, oh, I totally would have done this. Right, and right. then, yeah, uh, it turns out, no, I totally wouldn't have. I would have laid mm. down and taken it because I would be plotting for how to make it better later. Mm. Like, I would be going like, well, I can't do anything right now because he'll... yeah do xyz right but after this i will go and do this which will set me up to be able to get away or whatever Mm -hmm. um and so for me i kind of relate to that like Mm -hmm. i kind of go okay yeah that's sort of me like yeah i although 
I would say I don't think of myself as like this really strong independent person. Right. So there is a difference there, but yeah, that part of, of me where it's like, I, I sort of am more just thinking it through in my head. Right. Than acting that I relate to. I w- maybe so. it's because it was written in the 1930s, and in that era, that was considered a stronger woman. You know, some of True. the things and that it, she did or said. Right, and I that was another thing I was going to ask you about. What I mean, I don't think it ever specifically mentions what year this is supposed to be. Yeah, so that's true. I feel like they may have mentioned the 19th century. So I think it's supposed to be maybe 1800s, like maybe late 1800s. Yeah. yeah. I so I think it was it. probably even earlier than you know 1930s. Yeah, I pictured it. You know, 1800s. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I pictured it. I don't know why or what gave me that impression other than you don't hear about cars. You don't hear about, um, right. I don't know, just the the setting alone made me think that. Yeah. It yeah. Was That's kind of where I was seeing it. 1800s, somewhere in the 1800s, which yeah. isn't very, you know, not really narrowing it down that much. But right. At least, you know. Right. Um, but yeah. So, okay. So Mary was a little she, hard yeah. to relate to for you, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about Aunt Pat? Is it Aunt Pat? I can't remember her name. Oh. I'm, I don't know why I'm having trouble with names right now. The aunt's name? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> why can't I think of it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, is it Patience? Yeah, I, does she call her Pat? I don't know where I came up with that. I aunt, think it's Aunt Pat. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yes, Patience, I believe, is her full name. Yeah. So, Patience. Oh, man. <laughs> where to start with her. Um, yeah. I think that that uh, Mary never really knew her aunt. She probably, like when you think of, you know, you're a kid and your aunt comes to visit, you don't really know what they're like until you're older and you can get to know them better, you know, any family right. member. So yeah. that kind of makes me makes me more sympathetic to the aunt because I feel like maybe Mary didn't truly know who her aunt was. Yeah, you can put on a face, you know, for for family members and stuff. But who are you really? Okay, so I don't think we really explained the book at all. Um, But... Yeah, do you want to give a little synopsis? Yeah, just just a little. Um, So Mary... Grew up on this farm with her mom. I don't remember them talking about, or did her dad die? I can't remember the dad. Story. Um, yeah, I believe her dad died. Okay, when she was kind of younger. So um, it was just her. And her was mom. my impression. And her right. mom was really sick and died. But before she died, she said, "Go live with your aunt Patience." Well, her aunt Patience, she remembers. She used to be a nice woman, and she would come and visit sometimes. And she, um, her her aunt patience married um jess and he was the owner of this inn jamaica inn so she's on her way to the inn and she gets kind of this bad feeling about it because a lot of people are like oh you're going to jamaica inn like nobody ever goes there the the coach doesn't stop there anymore nobody even right even stays at the inn Um, so she's like, what is going on, you know, with this, with this inn? What is it really? And once she gets there, she discovers her aunt Patience has become, uh, she's, uh, abused, um, like by her husband and he is controlling, um, dogmatic, domineering, and he she finds out has this business of smuggling um, and even more things that he does, which you find out later. Um, So she feels kind of trapped in this, this scenario because number one, her mom told her go live with aunt patience. And number two, they're under the authority of this guy that is abusive and really scary he's scary yeah um so 
the whole Aunt Patience thing, I, I didn't quite know what to make of it. It sounded to me like the classic abusive situation where she yeah. felt like she couldn't get away. Um, she wasn't even willing to try because she was too right. afraid. Right. Um, I don't and know. I think too, she didn't, she didn't want to try because she's, I think she still like she had invested so much of her life and become so entrenched in his life right. that she just sort of, t- it's almost like she had a whole false narrative going. Oh yeah. In, in her mind mm-hmm. of, which I think everything's abusive fine. people do or abused right. people do. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, she, I don't think she would have ran if she had had a chance to, I think she'd be like, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Even though she's living a whole, like almost two different lives. Mm -hmm. Like there's, she knows the the truth, but yet Mm -hmm. she suppresses it and tells herself a different narrative. Yeah. And it's just, it's very sad because she talks about, um, all these physical mannerisms that Mm -hmm. she has Mm -hmm. that are just so sad to me because it's like you you can see through her body her like physically suppressing whatever's happening right yes you can see her just shoving it down and she talks about her working her mouth and doing all these different Mm -hmm. little mannerisms Mm -hmm. you know and I'm like oh my gosh this poor woman yeah you know like she's just she is just working as hard as she can to survive you know I put myself in Mary's shoes a lot well, they yeah. had interactions with Patience and Jess, and I was thinking, I don't know if I'd be able to sit there and watch that. And I know that yeah. her character struggled with that, but I just, yeah. I don't think I, I, uh, yeah, that, w- that would be incredibly difficult. Yeah, Even if you were in a different era and in a different well, I th- situation. I don't know. I think what gave him so much power was the fact that they had nowhere to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you, you know, you're living in this very isolated place. Yes. And it's, you know, some people almost think, well, just go live in the woods or whatever. There are no woods. You're in, you're right. on right. this just very and harsh nobody landscape. comes to, you know, to the inn. Nobody comes, nobody to, comes the... to the inn. You know, you would have to have someone that you could go to. Yes. Yeah. Because you can't just run away. Like right. you'd have to know, you'd have to have everything you needed to get to another major city, which yeah. is not close. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, so, so I think that's part of his power is yeah. that he's, he's top dog in the middle yeah. of nowhere. And, and you the got people nowhere to go. that do come to the, the inn are working for him. Right. So you can't, you trust don't want those anything to do with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely well, agree with that. Especially when she starts making a plan to try and get help. Yeah. And you picture her in these moors trying to physically survive and be okay. Right. uh, To just find one person, one person that she can trust enough to help her. And every single step is danger because it can look like solid ground. Yeah. And not be. Uh Or, you know, it's just, I I I, lo- I just yeah I think she does such a brilliant yes. job setting yeah. all that up yeah you know um, that there's just danger at every turn yeah. you know uh huh yeah so can we talk about the the vicar yes yes okay so Francis Davy mm-hmm. the vicar mm-hmm. so my I mean, and I don't, I always have to kind of picture things in my head. So I don't have a real good idea of like how far away his little village is or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it seems like it's not like next door or anything. Like it's a a decent walk, but he's kind of the closest, next closest human, I guess, maybe. Mm -hmm. Would you say? Yes. Um, Is how it's presented. And he is Which is still like miles away. Miles away. Right. It's still, it's still miles away, but. You know, he would kind of be the next closest yeah, person, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's an albino man, yeah. which I, I thought was so interesting. Why do you think she made him an albino? Well, Laura. <laughs> Tell me. Tell Here me your thoughts. is what I thought originally. When she first meets him, isn't it in a coach or something? 
where does she first meet I, him? I, I'm trying on to remember. Moors, I do I think, think. Yeah, I think she meets him on the moors. Like, he comes upon her when she's walking back from somewhere. Yes. Or something mm-hmm. along those lines. And I can't remember if he's on a horse or is, if he's in a coach. But yeah. either way, he has transportation. Yes. So. And when I first met this character, I was convinced until the end of the book. I was convinced that he was a ghost. And so. Really? Yes. And so. When he wasn't. Like when I found that out that he wasn't. I was a little bit shocked. And I think that that might be really? maybe why she did that. I don't know. I don't know if that's just was just me. Like Becky, letting my brain. I, that's awesome. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm such a ridiculous consumer that I just some of this stuff just I don't take the time to, to digest it. Mm. I just love reading the ambiance and just like going along for the ride of the yeah, story. Yeah. It never even occurred to me really? that he could be a ghost. And I love that. That's mm. such a cool theory. Mm-hmm. Well, it's wrong, but it is it's, interesting. It's wrong. <laughs> and, you know, spoiler, it's wrong. But what a cool, like, but I mean, don't, it makes sense to, yes. now that I'm, now that I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Why? And sometimes how, when she what, would describe how did I never... him, at, through the eyes of Mary, it was like he was, I don't know, just like some of his actions almost seemed <clears throat> not ghost-like, but like other, he, like not well, human. yeah, I can totally see that now. Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. How did I, how did I not see that? But yeah, you're <laughs> right. She paints him as like, almost like, like very graceful yes. and very fluid sort of, and... Yeah, uh, all, all smooth edges. Yes, yeah. With this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no rough anything. Yes. And he's a very kind of smooth talker uh-huh. and he's sort of soothing. And, yeah. Um, and he would just all of a sudden appear. Eyes. Like, in yeah, a couple of right. places, he just all of a sudden was there. And you, and you know, she's almost always with him alone. Yes. It's almost never where, like, there's anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. on the scene yes that's why when she went to when mary uh, in her rescue plan <laughs> went to um his house and he wasn't there and it was just the housemaid i was like "Ooh, is she gonna say he's been dead for 10 years or something like that hey, you know he's been dead for 10 <laughs> years um <laughs> but she again that's... she didn't so. <laughs> that's brilliant. I just never saw it, but I I wonder if that's what she was going for. I, I wonder if that's what know. Daphne Demoria was trying to do. I don't know what other what other theories could there be for her choosing an albino. I don't know. Well, my thought was, is he albino because he's supposed to be the obvious good guy, mm. like white, clean. Isn't. You know what I mean? Like the knight in shining armor, the vicar, the one that. You know, the man on the white horse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, he's, he's your rescue. He's the one you go to when you're in trouble. Interesting. You know, well, I didn't know if that's what she was doing with that. Yeah. Almost like. Yeah. But I mean. Huh. Which I won't get into the racist overtones, but you know what I mean? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like 1930, 1930. But this was written in the 30s. So uh, I hate to tell you, I think there may have, you know. There may have still been some some racism issues. Yes. Um, uh, yes. But you know, but I mean, I that was my thought. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe she made him albino because he's supposed to be the person that you kind of just assume yeah. is the good guy. He'll help you out yeah. um, because she wants to give you that wallop at the yeah. end. But um, she really fooled me there because okay, we're gonna talk about it, right? We're gonna talk about the yeah. Ending. Oh yeah. So he ends up being the one that, so, okay, back up a little bit. She um, has this rescue plan. She goes to his house. He's not there. She goes to the governor's house. Is that it? Right? Yes, I think she goes to, yeah. I mean, this is like hours and hours of walking. She's desperate at this point because she knows that her uncle is going to realize that she's gone. Um, Right. And he's going to know she betrayed him. Yeah. Like that she's yeah. telling on him. She's tattling. So she goes to the governor's house. She's like, this dude is bad. He, oh, the scene. We didn't mention the scene with the ship. Can you explain that a yeah. little bit? Yeah, for sure. So, okay. 
So once Mary's been at the inn for a little while, she starts to realize, obviously, um, she, she knew even before she got there that something was weird about it, but mm-hmm. she starts to realize, okay, these guys are, they, she thinks they're smugglers. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, okay, well, that's not great, but a lot of people smuggle over here because right. that's what the they location. do for a living because there's yeah. not much else to do, you know, there's not much else to make a living from. And eventually she comes to find out there's a visitor in the middle of the night and um, she believes that her uncle actually kills him because she comes in later mm-hmm. to where they have been and she finds a rope hanging there. Mm-hmm. And she had heard her uncle threatening him. Mm-hmm. Like he had this person, whoever it was, she doesn't know who it is, but this person had kind of like gotten a conscience and said, no, that's that's what you're saying is murder. Yeah. We're not going to do it. Which the way she wrote that was really oh, good. Was, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's, just, it's such a great scene. I had to put that in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she comes in later. She sees this rope, and she's like, oh, my gosh, did my uncle kill somebody mm-hmm. tonight? And so um, she starts to realize there's more going on than just smuggling. Mm-hmm. And eventually she, she is taken by her uncle mm-hmm. and a group of his cronies, who she knows are in all kind of in cahoots with him. Yeah, They all get, like you know, sloshing drunk one Mm -hmm. night and they just head out onto the moors and they take Mary with them, Mm -hmm. like against her will. And they go And she's beaten up and abused. Yeah, like they beat her up. They I mean, she's treated horribly. Yeah. And they get down to the coast and what they're actually doing they're not smuggling. They're shipwreckers. Mm-hmm. They're purposely misleading ships mm-hmm. and guiding them into the rocks with lights that they have up on, on the coast. Mm-hmm. I was like, and so when I read that part, I was like, did I just read that right? Like, I didn't even yeah. know that that was a thing. I didn't know. Did you know that was a thing? People used to actually do I that. Mean, I mean, I don't know if I knew it. So I've read this book before. I think this was your first reading. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I've read it before. So I don't know if I knew that was a thing before I had read it. Because okay. I'd read it for the first time, like, like years ago. Okay. Um, I don't know if I knew before that. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know if I'd heard of that. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, so apparently this really was like, yeah. I mean, it was, I don't think it was super common, but it, it you know, it was a thing. Yeah. Um, Because obviously these ships were laden down with a lot of really um good materials that you could get a lot of money for valuable stuff Mm -hmm. um and it just depending on what the ship was you Mm -hmm. could make a lot of money um off all the the cargo but obviously the problem is there's people on the ship too yeah so they purposely would like lead them ashore with these lights and then basically they just kill everybody yep and take all the stuff and sell it just crazy crazy Yep. So, um, so Mary is there for this entire thing. They've tied her up. They've gagged her. Yeah. So she can't call out and try to, you know, save anybody. Yeah. Um, and she's had to watch this whole awful thing. Yeah. Right before her eyes. And so, yeah, she, she's like, I, that after happened, that, she's kind of just beaten. Did she's that just happen beaten. after, sh- I can't remember the timeline. Did that happen after she went to the houses the governor's house i don't think so i think she went after that and i think that's why she was so scared and so like i can't go back home right or if i if i go back home i have to make sure that no one knew i was ever gone right or i can't go back right because He'll know that I've told. Yeah. You know, he's going to know that I told. Mm-hmm. So she eventually, yeah, he basically, the, the landlord, Joss, kind of stays up all night paranoid after that. Yeah. Because yes. he knows he's mm-hmm. he's really blown it now. Like mm-hmm. before, up until that time, every single time they'd done something like this, it had been very carefully planned right. out. Right. And everything was very, they covered their tracks extremely well. Yeah. And made sure that nobody was able to see anything or hear anything, yeah. this kind of thing. Well, this this time that Mary saw was a spur of the moment. They were drunk. Yes. He was on a power kick uh-huh. and just wanted and to show everybody he was top dog. And everybody just scrambling, right, afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody, it was fend for yourself. Some of them even killed each other to get away. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Like the 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 bad guys started killing each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like Joss, Joss's men. Yeah. So he kind of hid so, in his house for a couple of days. Yeah, he got paranoid about yes, it. Yes, now I remember. And, and that's when she made the yeah. the plan. Yep. And so Mary sort of um starts to realize there's got to be somebody right over Joss, somebody who's in charge. Mhm. Because he doesn't have what it takes to be. Mm-hmm. He obviously made a huge mistake when right. he did. He, when he ran the show, it went right. horribly. Right. So uh, there's somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And we haven't even talked about Jem yet either. I know. For a while, you think that it's his brother, Jem, because. Yes. Um, well, at least I did. Because you don't know whether yes. to trust him or not. And he's his brother. And. You know, you just... but Jem maintains they don't. He doesn't. Jem doesn't live at the inn. Right. He lives on his own. He he does his own thing, and he maintains that he and Joss were never close. Yeah. That Joss was but much much older than him, and they were never close. And you he's do like, know, yeah, you know, yeah, we're not friends. You do know that he um, is a horse thief, though. Because yes, he straight up says, "I steal horses." Yeah. He tells Mary that. Yeah. Um, and Ma- Mary, over time, starts to kind of fall in love with him. Yeah. She is, it almost, it, it almost to me felt almost against her will. Like, she didn't yeah. want to love mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's so many things to talk about. So. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I could I could talk about this book for hours. So I won't. I won't. Vi- but. <laughs> going back to I might vicar. later. I'll um, call you later back. Okay. We'll talk yeah. Later. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the vicar, you find out. Uh, after Mary goes to the governor's house, that he's he ha- the governor had already left, and he already knew about the situation with the smuggling and the shipwreck, and he was going to the house, the Jamaica yeah, he's going Inn. to Jamaica Inn. Yeah. Um. So she was like, I can't just wait at his house and not know what's going on. So she goes back to Jamaica Inn, but nobody's there, and. She's like, where's the governor? Where's, you know, Jess? Where's my aunt? So, but she doesn't go inside. So she doesn't know what's going on. No, she, well, she does go inside. But then but, she like, does, right. yes. Yeah. yeah. So she goes inside um, and finds on the floor Aunt Patience and Uncle Jess and their dad. And what? Uh, so she's like, what is happening? You know, who did this? It must've been somebody that, you know, her uncle knew that was mad at him. Well, for a while she, she thinks it's, uh, it was Jem. For a while she's like, oh my gosh, Jem had said that, you know, he was going to get Joss back for taking her to the coast and, you know, hurting her and taking Mm -hmm. her to the coast and making her watch this horrible scene. He had like made threats and said, he's going to pay for this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so she's like, oh my gosh, Jem killed his brother, yeah. killed his brother and my, and yeah. my aunt, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, she, okay. So then where does she go after that? The, go- the governor comes, right? Sees the dead bodies. Yes. He comes, sees everybody. Yeah. And she ends up, um, the, the governor kind of ends up saying, you know, you can't, obviously you can't stay at the inn. Yeah. You know, you'd be by yourself oh, yes. and mm-hmm. it's a scene of a horrible crime to you and you don't you know you don't want to be there right so you should just go and stay for stay for a little bit with the vicar because that's yeah you know just it's a safe place to stay she doesn't yeah. want to stay with with the squire um she just needs a place to stay for a couple of nights because right. she knows she's not going to stay in the area right. long term mm-hmm. um she doesn't want to be there anymore that's been a horrible time there right and, right you know so she ends up staying with Francis Davy, the vicar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lo and behold, she gets her... Dun, dun, dun. Um, Daphne de Maurier <laughs> has her final twist. Yeah. And it all is along, indeed... It was the vicar, yes. The vicar. It was, was indeed the vicar. working with Jess and who killed them. Um, so I, I was surprised by that. Were you the first time you read it? Um... Yeah, I think I probably was. Um, I'm trying to remember back, you know, to the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I do think I probably was surprised that it was him. Yeah. I'm not sure who I would, who I suspected. Probably just Jem. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she tries to lead you to that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay, I think we need to talk about Jem. Right, I agree. So, she goes on this little jaunt with him after he stole some horses into town, and she... I don't even know why, I don't remember why she went with him, but she watched him like try and sell these horses and she, he actually ended up selling back the horse that he stole to the person he stole it from, which was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, which was, which was the governor. It yes. Was, Cause it, it was, was the governor. Wife's. Yeah. 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 Which was, I, I, the governor wasn't there, no. but his wife was. I and laughed so, at yeah, that. Yeah. She ends up. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. Um, he ends up, you know, leaving her in town. I was like, what a jerk, you know? <laughs> yeah. He kind of ditches her and you're like, where did yeah, you go? Yeah, they were like, like having this world? romantic, you know, whatever, which I thought was a little bit out of the blue. Um, but then, you know, she finds out that he had nothing to do with the smuggling and she trusted him again, apparently. Well, at the end of the book, she meets up with or she sees him going out of town like he's leaving and she's like well I'm going this way back home to the farm or near the farm and she had this whole idealistic like this is what I'm going to do with my life from now on and she wanted to go back and he kind of gave him her an ultimatum and was like listen if you don't come with me you'll never see me again and so she hops in and goes with him that yeah annoyed the crap. It burned out of me. me. It burned me, man. I was like, I was like, I mean, I know it's the thirties, but come on. She had her mindset. She knew what she wanted. She, I don't know. Yeah. And and it didn't seem like they were really in love. Like, it just kind of yeah. seemed like, uh, this is the best option right now, I guess. Yeah, because you're comparing him to his brother. I thought it felt like she almost felt like it was her fate to be with him and she almost didn't have a choice that totally that she felt reminded that me of her aunt patience though and then i thought she's that's what in... bothered me i'm like yeah. are you gonna let history she's... repeat itself yeah she's gonna step into the same situation that her aunt did thinking she he even gave this little speech at the end about life with me is gonna be horrible and i'm not a great guy all this stuff <laughs> and then she's like okay yes. let's do it <laughs> yeah but to me it was almost like okay let's do it yeah yeah you know like i'm like lady you still have a choice here exactly i just it just felt like she felt like it was fate and i'm like that's crap you can go and do your own thing and have your own life yes you'll miss him i don't know why but you will but you'll live and it'll be fine Mm -hmm. like you can find someone else Mm -hmm. i just I mean, it just felt a little bit, I didn't understand, like, either she was trying to say she would end up like her aunt, which is what I can see happening. Right. Or... Although I really don't think Jem is cruel the way that Joss was. Well, he did leave her, which I thought was pretty cruel. He did, but didn't, didn't he, wasn't he kind of almost, like, taken by force? I yes, don't think he left her he on was, purpose. But then why didn't he explain it? Like, why didn't he come and tell her? I don't know. She, and she she found out on her own, didn't she? Like, she found out yeah. another way. Didn't the squire tell her? Oh yeah, he was taken or something. Yeah. It's like he just he didn't he didn't defend himself or anything for some reason. He just let her think that, and then she found out on her own that yeah. oh he, you know some yeah. guys. Didn't, did, I feel like, I'm trying to remember, did he get taken by a group of men who were, like, the law or something, and they thought he had something to do with, with, yes. with Joss, and yes. then that's I when he kind of so. ratted out Joss? Because yes. I think I think the reason that the squire knew and was going over to Jamaica Inn to arrest Joss was because Jem had ratted on him. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, kind of against his will. He was taken, and he finally was like, okay, yes, Joss is the one doing the you know he's wrecking ships and um he didn't really want to tell on him but he did anyway even though he doesn't really care about his brother he still didn't want to rat him out for some reason right but he does right yeah Yeah. 
So, I mean, he could have at least explained it, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I do feel like Jem is not, he, he does, he's, he does, he's not cruel, I guess is what I come yeah, back to. Yeah, he's not he's, cruel he's, like he's, his brother, but. I, but he's not exactly a great catch either. Right. The author didn't make him sound appealing at all. Which makes me think that she's trying to say that history will repeat itself and right. she'll be like attached to this guy who, yeah, she loves, but he's right. not that great a guy. Right. So I'm like, oh, man, that's yeah, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I just that's didn't sad like for it. Her. I really didn't like yeah. it. it I, I agree. It I agree. ruined the end of the book for me. I, I Hey, I hear you. So I, I was I feel like... pretty annoyed. <laughs> I just felt like if it's all the same to you, why can't you just come to the farm with me? Exactly. He was being so stubborn. And and he's like, I'm, he was not so gonna selfish. Li- I'm not going to live in a house. I'm going to live out in the... Fine, but like dirt. if you care about me, if you care about me, then you need to make some kind of initiative because I, I, it's like she's going 100% of the way and yes. he's going zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's given up nothing for her. And again, Oh, I love you. Oh yeah, right you do. Right. Again, that makes me think that it's going to be an Aunt Patience situation because I think in right. the beginning Aunt Patience was happy with Jess. And right. she did think that it would be a wonderful thing. And may- so he maybe probably she's... didn't show his true colors in the beginning. So so maybe she, maybe Daphne du Maurier is trying to make a statement about women and the choices we make. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe. you know, like. Maybe. Like you just watched this whole awful uh-huh. scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to turn around and. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, so maybe, I don't know, maybe she's trying to make a point here. I don't know. I I even think if she had said, like, I have nowhere to go, you know, that it would have been more of a case to go with him. Right. But there was nothing like that. She had a a hope and a future. She was on her way back to where she, the land that she loved. Right. So... I don't know. I I think in my head I just go, okay, so, but maybe she ended up back there later and, like, found somebody good, you mm. know? <laughs> yeah, we Do can you ever only make up hope. your own endings? We can only <laughs> hope that she made one good decision. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, overall. I do think there's a lot, yeah, a lot of, like, fate questions yes. in the book in my yes. mind you like know what was I mean? she destined to be with him all along even though right she maybe didn't want to be <laughs> right like fate versus free will right kind of yeah right yeah i can definitely see that there was even a part in the book where she was talking about his hands which struck me um it was the only part that i kind of underlined um, I don't know if you remember this part, but she, she's looking at, uh, Jem's hands and they look almost exactly like his brothers. Do you remember this? Mm. Yes, I do. So it says she glanced down at them out of the tail of her eye and she saw that they were long and slim. They had the same strength, the same grace as his brothers. These attracted her. The others repelled her. She realized for the first time that aversion and attraction ran side by side, that the boundary line was thin between them. The thought was an unpleasant one, and she shrank from it. Supposing this had been Joss beside her 10, 20 years ago, she sl- shuddered the comparison at the, back of her, sh- at the back of her mind, fearing the picture it conjured. She knew now why she hated her uncle. That mm. really was interesting to me. Yeah. I, I was wondering if she was falling for him because of her uncle. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole creep fest of stuff there, really, oh, if yeah. you think about it. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Because she knew I mean, her uncle at that point. She knew her uncle was very abusive. Right. And, um, right. Like, but I think sometimes women are attracted to that power in a way. Mm. It's almost like, yeah, that same power that hurts me is also somehow, like, attractive. Mm, I... Because I see that as masculine, or I see that as, uh-huh. um, 
It's the whole sin screwing up the good gift kind of thing. You know what I mean? Or going for the bad um, boy type of feel. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, like, as women, we, you know, the thing that makes guys different is part of the attraction. Mm-hmm. But when it's used in a bad way. Right. It becomes a problem. And I think that, so it, it's hard to sometimes separate that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I I felt like that kind of played into the whole fate thing. Like, yeah, was she meant to be with him? I I, I don't know. See, yeah. there's a lot of. I wish there's a. I wish that Daphne Du Maurier was still alive. <laughs> yes. And we could ask yeah. questions of this book because yeah. I just want to know what was going on in her head. You know, in the yeah. author's head. I think there's so much under the surface with this book. Yeah. It's, you can take the story as a series of events Uh and just, okay, you know, it's a basically a fairly simple plot line or whatever, but there's so much under the surface, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah. And I just love that. She's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very layered. I I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Well, I could talk for another. I know. Long, long time about this. (laughs) But we should probably Wrap think about it wrapping up, up here. Um, <laughs> so we have to do so ratings. You, we do. Do you want to go ahead and give your rating? Sure. Okay. Um, for Jamaica Inn, I gave it a Javalia, which is a four out of five. Nice. Yes. Um, I really was annoyed by that ending. And yeah. parts of the book did That's seem fair. to drag on a little bit for me. Um, and I think yeah. that's part of the way that she writes. She, um, yes, she's a very detailed writer. Yep. But I would say more than anything, wow, that ending, I was, I, yeah, it made me so annoyed. Yeah. Um, and that's totally fair. Yeah. yeah. So I would give it a Javalia. Yeah. I really, I really did enjoy, especially the setting, but the, the premise, the story, um, I really enjoyed it. So, all right, Javalia, nice, nice. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, th- I don't think you're going to be surprised yeah. by my rating. Um, <laughs> I'm giving it a Pete's, yes, which is a five, yeah, out of five. Um, because yes, I agree with you. The ending, I'm, <sighs> it's disappointing. It is, I guess, but. Once I get past the disappointment, I realize I I also feel like she's that's part of the layering too. She's yes. trying to make a statement here. Yes, I think anyway, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you're supposed to be disappointed almost. Yeah, I, I could maybe. be wrong, but uh, it's to almost me it like, felt like I don't know who to be disappointed in more. Like, Jen, uh, yeah, uh, Mary, yeah. Daphne. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, it's that's a that's a. It's a blow at the end. It, is. it really is. It is. It's a just knife like to oh. the heart. <laughs> exactly. Um, but and I think that's part of too the ambivalence that I feel toward Jem, which mm. she just does a great job of to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just very like I want to like him, but I right. I'm very hesitant to like him. Right. It's like I, why do I like uh, him? What has he showed in his character that would right. make me like him? Right. And He's so, not his brother. You know, that's the only. Plus, he's not yeah. his brother. Pretty much. So, yeah, so I agree with you about the ending, but for me, the strength of the book is yeah. in all the layered nuances under, you know, mm-hmm. everything that's going on underneath, mm-hmm. which is mirrored by the literal everything going on underneath. I mean, yeah. you're in the moors. Yeah. And there's, yeah. you know, so much that can suck you down yeah. in, an, in an instant, uh-huh. you know. Um which I just love, and I yeah. and and the the ambiance that she sets yes. with this novel. Yeah, I mean it's just she's just you know she's bar none. Like she's mm-hmm. brilliant mm-hmm. with ambiance, mm-hmm. and it's like the best book to like curl up with in the fall yes. and read with a hot latte yep. in your comfy chair with your blanket. Yes, and, I agree. You know, it's just it's a beautiful ambiance piece that I just I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, Alfred Hitchcock. Yes, Did. I found yes. that out too. Jamaican. I haven't seen it. 
Have you? So I don't think I have. I need to watch that one. Okay. I haven't. I got to figure out where to find it. I'm but sure anyway. you can find that um, easily. Yeah. So I and I I do I love Alfred Hitchcock. Yes, so. me too. Um, Anyway, so yeah, I, I it's a piece because it's yeah. I just I love the I love the setting and the ambience yes. and I love all the layers of stuff happening mm-hmm. beneath and and even the parts that sort of drag a little bit mm-hmm. for me just sort of add ambience and it gives it sort of an old world feel that I yes. personally really love in books, which is why I'm such a fan of hers. Yeah. She's writing in the 30s and most of her stuff is written in an almost even older style yeah. than the 30s. Oh yes. yeah. And for me, it's just nostalgic feeling almost. Mm. Hmm. I just, I just like sort of that old world feeling yeah. of reading yeah. Um, yeah. that she has. Well, so, I, anyway. I respect your, <laughs> your rating. <laughs> I knew you would. Uh, hey, speaking of ambiance, you want to share yes. about our next book pick? Yes. So our next book pick is, I've not read this author, so this will be interesting. Yeah, me either. Um, it, it's a book, it's called The Walker in Shadows mm-hmm. by Barbara Michaels. Mm-hmm. And she's actually, um, I, I believe she's she's deceased now, so she's not a super new writer either. Like, yeah. I think she she's passed away. Um, and I think she wrote a lot of her stuff in like the seventies and eighties, maybe. Yeah. Um, so this is a bit of an older one too. Yeah. Um, but we thought it'd be a fun read for October because again, it's like a, um, I'm not sure what category to put it in exactly, but I, I think it's going to be kind of like a thriller um, slash mystery, mystery yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's about two families living side by side. Um, one of them has lived in a house um, for quite a few years. And then this new family moves into this long abandoned house. Mm-hmm. And, um, apparently it's, uh, not necessary, even though it was long abandoned, it perhaps not been unoccupied. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Mm-hmm. So we don't, we don't really know. <laughs> Mysteries. Enigmas. <laughs> but that's our next book pick, and we would love it if you would join us again here next time on Grounds for Discussion when we discuss The Walker in Shadows. And um, yeah, thanks for joining us, and uh, we will see you next time here on Grounds for Discussion, where the coffee and the books are a perfect blend. <laughs>